Welcome to Luke 21 Radio, a broadcast explaining biblical prophecy in the tradition of St. Augustine. And now, from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to episode 48 of Luke 21 Radio. And we're in part five of the Olivet Discourse. And again, the Olivet Discourse is Jesus' teaching about the end times when he was on the Mount of Olives, and a discourse is simply a teaching section of the Gospels. And that Olivet Discourse teaching can be found in three related but a little bit different form, each in Matthew 24, Mark 13, and Luke 21. We have been talking the last few broadcasts, and I hope you're, you're learning the vocabulary to be able to study eschatology, but I, I mentioned to you that there's two main ways, there's actually other ways, but two main ways to view these passages in the Olivet Discourse. The futuristic, which looks to see that these things are simply talking strictly about the future. There's the preterist, which sees the historical situation, not in some year future to us now, but really years future, Jesus speaking around 30 AD, 33 AD, and events that would occur with the destruction of Jerusalem and the temple in 70 AD by the Romans. Now, I clearly believe there is a strong preterist stance within these gospels. And that's why I took a whole broadcast with Josephus. That's why I mentioned Pope Benedict, quoted him and says, above all, it refers to 70 AD. But you notice Pope Benedict, just like St. Augustine said, but this also speaks to us. And last time we saw there can be a double fulfillment with the abomination of desolation in the very teaching of Jesus. And then we expanded that to say, could even the abomination of desolation in 70 AD be a prophetic preview of the end times? Now, Although I do believe in preterism in a balanced fashion, namely following St. Augustine and Pope Benedict, the Catechism of the Catholic Church, there is an unbalanced preterism that I believe is actually quite dangerous. And an unbalanced preterism would say, oh, this refers to what happens in 70 AD, and those Protestant fundamentalists who all get worked up about the future using these scriptures, there's no need to be scared or no need to be uh, upset. This is all historical. Just be a good Catholic. And actually, I joined a, uh, just to kind of check it out, a uh, scripture teaching thing that's being offered to parishes. And I just happened, probably it was during Advent, to clock in. There was a young woman kind of gave this uh, summary, and I'm sure she was taught by the her teachers that this is what the Gospels are talking about. But, you know, in her wisdom, the Catholic Church is giving us a whole season of the year, Advent, to wake us up. And to me, this unbalanced preterism, which says, don't worry, you know, we don't need to shake things up at all because this is all historical. Well, you know, to me, that's Advent, Valium, and prophetic tranquilizers because it just allows people to snooze where Jesus says, watch, pray, and the church gives us a time to wake us out of our spiritual slumber. 
So there's a balance between a historical understanding of these scriptures and a future understanding of these scriptures. That's where I'm going with all of this. Pope Benedict, again, Jesus of Nazareth, volume two, worth more than all of the prophecy websites out there put together, says this. The central themes in Matthew 24 of the destruction of the temple, the destruction of Jerusalem, the last judgment, and the end of the world. In other words, Pope Benedict believes, yes, that the preterist understanding of the temple being destroyed along with the city of Jerusalem, that's the preterist understanding. But unlike the young woman I saw, which basically gave you the Advent Valium, just don't worry about it, it's all historical, Pope Benedict goes on to say this, these, uh, these same themes taught in these passages refer to the last judgment and the end of the world. And I'm just saying you're hearing teaching from good people in various places who have gone a little overboard with their preterist historical understanding I think some of them aren't even aware that they're teaching something in contrast to Pope Benedict's XVI teaching in Jesus of Nazareth. Just saying. In addition, the Catechism of the Catholic Church, section 675, which I've referred to in the past, which I'll refer to in the future, and which I'm going to refer to right now, speaks about the Antichrist abomination, which is talked about in Matthew 24, verse 15, we've gone over, as well as Luke. He says, before Christ's second coming, the church must pass through a final trial that will shake the faith of many believers. The footnote referencing that single sentence is from Matthew chapter 24, and verse 12. It's right in the middle of the Olivet Discourse, which Preterist says is totally historical, which a catechism of the Catholic Church is saying, before Christ's second coming, Matthew 24 and verse 12 also has a meaning. Then the next sentence says, the persecution that accompanies her pilgrimage on earth will unveil the mystery of iniquity. That's the work of lawlessness through the Antichrist. Uh, That's futuristic. That's not simply historic through some deceivers that were going around before the destruction of Jerusalem. Now, St. Augustine, in the City of God, Book 20, and Book 20 is a great part of the City of God to see St. Augustine's teachings about the end times. In chapter 5, he speaks about the language used in the Gospels can seem to refer to Christ's continual coming in the church, like in the Blessed Eucharist, Christ really comes to us. That's a real coming. That's a real parousia. Or it could allude, he says, to the destruction of Jerusalem in 70 AD, or it could refer to the end of the world because he uses the same language to refer to the destruction of Jerusalem and to the end of the world. So how do we see our way through this? This is the supreme question, and really it's how do you interpret these passages will determine how you end up understanding them. It's the principles of interpretation. That's what we're really working at here. St. Augustine says you need to look at all the corresponding passages bearing on the subject in the three evangelists, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and then compare them with one another, for some things are put more obscurely by one evangelist 
and more plainly by another. So my question is, okay, some things are kind of hard to distinguish between 70 AD and the events preceding the second coming. Which one? Is it Matthew, Mark, or Luke that kind of breaks this open for us to see that there could actually be both a 70 AD historical application of these prophetic passages as well as an end of time before Christ's second coming? So we're really looking for a piece of the prophetic puzzle that enables us to see through the events of 70 AD to the abomination of desolation of the Antichrist before the second coming. So this is what we are looking for, okay? And you, you really need to bear on this question because it's not either or. I've tried to establish it's a both and, but where do we see in the scriptures? Is there one of the three gospels that can break this open? And that's the supreme question that you will ever hear ask on Luke 21 radio. Where can we find the scriptural key that joins 70 AD in a future abomination of desolation, a future persecution, earthquakes of a serious nature, celestial disturbances, and the reign of the Antichrist? And again, this is the most important question that Luke 21 radio will ask regarding the interpretation of the Olivet Discourse. And the Olivet Discourse is as hard as it gets, according to Benedict XVI, in interpreting. Okay, so again, this is the Luke 21 radio question. And the answer to the most difficult interpretation questions in all of the Gospels, you ready? It's found in Luke 21. So if you heard the first words that I said when we first began this radio series, you had the key. And this interpretive key will not only help you understanding Jesus's prophetic teaching in the Gospels, it's the same question that applies to the book of Revelation. Is it something historic happening in the first century that Revelation is talking about? Or is it something future? Or is it both? That's the question. I've tried to establish both, but how do we break it open? It's Luke 21, and I'm just going to give you four verses, and basically I'm setting the stage for an in-depth study in future episodes in Luke 21. Jesus says in Luke 21, 20, when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, know that its desolation has become near. That verse, Luke 21, 20, is parallel to Matthew 24, 15. We're comparing, just like St. Augustine says, let, let those who are in Judea take off to the mountains. Okay, that's parallel to Matthew 24, 16. You're getting a little parallel things? For these are the days of vengeance to fulfill all that is written. Then he says, alas, those who are with child. He says the same thing in Matthew 24. And then there's a verse in Luke 21, that's not found in Matthew 24 or Mark 13. It's verse 24 of Luke 21. Luke 21, 24 says this, and this is after the destruction of Jerusalem, they will fall by the edge of the sword and will be led captive among the nations. And Jerusalem will be trodden down by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. 
those who have stayed with me through these 48 episodes now, I hope you know why, we studied Romans 11, and we saw the times of the Gentiles, so we needed to understand that there's a time period separating the destruction of the temple in 70 AD and the second coming of Christ, that there's a time of the Gentiles in between. That's what Romans chapter 11 is teaching. And Jesus is separating part of the Olivet Discourse with the times of the Gentiles, and it's recorded only by Luke. Well, why is that? Well, Luke is the gospel particularly applied to the Gentiles. Matthew has a very strongly Jewish orientation where Luke is very sensitive to the Gentile mission, so he includes this Gentile period, which separates 70 AD from the events leading up to the end of the world. And just so you know, Jerusalem is no longer trodden down by the Gentiles as of June 10, 1967, as a result of the Six-Day War. So, those unbalanced Catholic preterists who kind of make fun of the futurist, maybe we need to listen to each other and especially listen to Pope Benedict XVI and Jesus of Nazareth and listen to St. Augustine in the City of God and know that we have a future ahead that could be very challenging. And rather than being put to sleep by a prophetic tranquilizer, my words would be, wake up, watch, pray. Don't get tranquilized by an overzealous preterism that overlooks Luke 21, verse 24. I'm Steve Wood, your host. You've been listening to episode 48 of Luke 21 Radio. Luke 21 is a radio outreach of Family Life Center International. To learn more about biblical prophecy and to order copies of Luke 21 broadcasts, visit us online at luke21.com.